through this experience, I not only gained valuable information and experience in working with real world experts on problems, um, but I was also able to learn what it's like to work in industry um, in national labs, which is something that is hard to get um, without doing these experiences, these internships. So having this opportunity is just really invaluable. This is the ORISE FeatureCast, a special edition of Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, for conversations with ORISE research program participants and their mentors as they talk about their experiences and how they are helping shape the future of science. Welcome to the ORISE FeatureCast. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the ORISE FeatureCast, a special edition of Further Together, the ORU podcast. Today, we are talking about the National Science Foundation Mathematical Sciences Graduate Internship Program. And I'm so excited to have three people with me who have direct knowledge of this program, including one of the program participants. So today we have with us Riley Moore, Marissa Torres, and Jennifer Burnett, who all have different roles to play in the program. So we're going to start with Riley, who is a participant in the Mathematical Sciences Graduate Internship. And Riley, if you'll introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on today. Uh, my name is Riley Moore, and I'm a fourth year a PhD student in math at the University of Utah. Um, I'm originally from Boise, Idaho, so I did my undergraduate work at Boise State University. And for my PhD project, I'm working on um, numerical solutions, so solving math using a computer of what are called high-dimensional stochastic differential equations. And so I am expected to graduate about a year from now in, in May of 2022. Okay, awesome. Marissa, tell us about you. Hello, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Marissa Torres. I am a research engineer for the U.S. Army Engineer Research and Development Center, um, the ERDIC, as it's called, and I'm specifically at the Cold Regions Research and Engineering Laboratory in Hanover, New Hampshire. Um, I have a background in ocean engineering from the University of Rhode Island, um, and I'm bringing those skill sets up to the Cold Regions Lab to see if we can't um, merge coastal and cold regions um, research and provide solutions in, in Alaska and the Arctic. Excellent. And Jennifer Burnett, welcome. Welcome again, I should say, to the podcast, because you've done this yeah. before in a different capacity. I have. Yeah. So in, in this capacity, um, I'm Jennifer Burnett. I am the program manager for the NSF. Um, we call it MSGI program for short. Um, I manage basically all aspects of the program for ORISE, including um, the recruiting and outreach and um, corresponding with the mentors in particular. We have another um, person on our team, Holly, uh, who Riley probably interacted with a lot that um, does a lot of our participant interaction as well. So uh, USACE is one of 15, I think, uh, hosting facilities that we have with the, the program across all the DOE national labs and other federal 
labs. So excited to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you. Jennifer, if you would give us just kind of a high-level overview of what the MSGI program is. Sure. So um, MSGI is sponsored by the Division of Mathematical Sciences at NSF, and really their goal with this program is to take um, students who are pursuing their doctoral degrees in either pure math, applied math, or statistics and give them real-world lab experience. Um, a lot of research often happens at the university level and those types of research environments. And so this, the key to this program in particular is, is getting that more applied um, real world experience for the students. And as we all know, with, with 2020 that um, the COVID-19 pandemic presented a lot of challenges. Typically we hope to have on-site internships um, for all of the students uh, in 2020. We, did a lot of adjusting and um, very proud to say that we successfully still placed 51 students in 2020, all virtual. Fantastic, 51 students, that's great. Um, Riley, as one of those students, um, obviously it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the experience you may have been prepared for in 2020, but um, sounds like you still got have been getting a lot out of the program and has has still been beneficial to you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was such a great opportunity to be able to be involved with the NSF MSGI program. And I just can't thank everybody enough. Um, Marissa was an excellent mentor. I learned so much from her about what it's like to work with real world data. Um, we were able to study um, the ocean tide and how that plays a role in the quantification of storm surge, which is important for flood hazard assessment for people that live on the coast. And so this work, I feel, is really important um, for safety of people, as well as for helping improve different sorts of models in that area of research. And so through this experience, I not only gained valuable information and experience in working with real world experts on problems, um, but I was also able to learn what it's like to work in industry um, in national labs, which is something that is hard to get um, without doing these experiences, these internships. So having this opportunity is just really invaluable. Awesome. Riley, how did you get, um, I guess, first of all, how did you hear about the program, but on a broader level, how did you get interested in not only math, but then being able to apply it in the way that you're applying it in the MSGR program? Yeah, so I learned about the program because a few students um, from the University of Utah program that were that are older than me uh, did the program the summer before I did, and they just had great things to say about their experiences. And so uh, luckily I was able to apply um, and was fortunate enough to be accepted. Um, as part of the program, you sort of try and pinpoint different projects that you might be interested in working on. And so I was very interested in working um, in something on the coast or ocean uh, modeling or analysis. Um, I've been lucky enough to do a smaller workshop that was about 10 days the summer before I did the NSF MSGI program where I studied ocean wave dynamics, um, also with 
the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And so whenever I saw this project with Marissa, I just was really excited to continue on that similar train of research. Um, in a bigger framework, I got interested in math um, because I had a lot of great teachers and professors all the way uh, from elementary and middle school, high school, and then in my undergraduate experience at Boise State um, that just really encouraged me and motivated me to pursue math. And, and um, they helped me you know, apply for the PhD program at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. So um, I just was fortunate that these instructors took the time, you know, to meet with me and help me um, grow in my passion because I've always loved math. Um, I wasn't always a math major, though. In fact, I started out in computer science. Um, and then I moved to engineering. And finally, um, one of my professors convinced me that math is a great field. And I definitely agree. And I don't regret anything. Um, so now I'm working in numerical analysis, which is kind of computer science meets applied math. And so I think it's a perfect fit. And I, I feel fortunate to have found, you know, the right area for me. Awesome. Those instructors definitely make a difference, don't they? If they can help shepherd you along, right? They do, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Marissa, as a mentor, um, what does it mean to you to work with students like Riley and other other program participants that you have the opportunity to interact with? Sure, so that's actually a great question. Since um, this was my first mentor opportunity oh, um, cool. in my professional career. So Riley was my first mentee. Um, there were, it was, a, it was a learning curve for sure. Um, being able to explain a project from its very foundation um, kind of applying um, some skills and other like leadership development um, skills and experiences that I've picked up in my short professional career and just kind of be able to try to apply it um, mm -hmm. in, in terms of, you know, setting expectations between mentor and mentee, what the project is about, um, what we're trying to do and also guiding um, someone who is entirely out of this field through coastal related problems. Um, and what I've noticed and I really appreciate um, about this program is um, I relied on Riley's experience and expertise in math and statistics to help me with my problems. That's an area that, you know, I just, I had so much data, I didn't know what to do with it. And I relied on her um, to kind of help me sort through um, some things because I can't work on this. I couldn't work on it 100% of my time kind of thing. So it was really right. wonderful to have her point of view um, and, have her feedback on what it is that we're actually trying to do and being able to interpret the, um, the results in a meaningful way. So I learned a lot from it. I'm glad that Riley did as well. I actually applied to be a mentor again for this program for this year. Um, and I'm hoping to, to take the um, knowledge and lessons learned from last year and be able to um, lead a second student through a similar project uh, this year. That's exciting. Um, as a mentor, I'm assuming you had mentors in your own 
history that you, you perhaps um, leaned on or learned from to shape what it was like to be a mentor for Riley? Um, you would think. Um, okay, so, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think back. Like in my academic career, I didn't really have a go-to. Um, I guess okay. I relied more on my, maybe on my peers, older graduate students um, for different needs. I was like, I'm having trouble with this. Could you help me with that? So I did have some, maybe among my peers, but I never felt a sense of mentorship with any of my professors or teachers growing up. Um, but in my short professional career, even now, I'm noticing that all of your peers are your mentors in different ways. Mm. Um, just being able to learn something from everyone you meet um, and whether that's good or bad uh, in, in your personal opinion. But being able to then pick up certain skills and knowledge and apply that and, and pass it forward and pay it forward to the younger generation Um is only something I'm, I've recently learned. Okay. I've had awesome. the experience to do. Yeah. Right. Right. So what was your, and then Riley and Marissa, Riley and Marissa, this is for both of you. Um, what was your working relationship like from a, a day-to-day perspective from a, I mean, I'm assuming since <clears throat> all things pandemic sort of separated the world, you, you weren't exactly working together, but you were working together, just together apart, as as they say. So, mm-hmm. how did how did that work? Yeah. So I like. I knew this was going to be a virtual internship, so I did my best to set up a work plan that would make sure that we're in communication frequently. It's only a ten week program. There's only so much that you can accomplish in ten weeks. So I made sure that we had meetings twice a week, one to discuss um, what our goals are for the week, one meeting in the middle of the week to discuss what progress we've made, what issues or challenges that we've been facing. And um, of course, email or anything in between as needed. Um, And I tried to make sure that Riley got exposure to our lab and meeting other people in our organization um, to learn from them or real, figure out like what Krell is what Krell is all about and the other types of research that is being done there. So I made sure to set up um, seminars with her so she could learn from other people what they're doing, um, learn from what my like PIs, what my mentors were doing um, kind of thing. I uh, Hopefully that uh, that was enough. Like we, we do what we could in 10 weeks, but um, that was kind of the goal to make sure that she got as much of a regular experience as she could uh, in a virtual environment. That's wonderful to hear as um, the project manager for this program, because that was a huge concern that we had that interns would get placed with mentors who not intentionally may have not had enough time or, or weren't at the forefront of their minds and they would look up and it would be two weeks in like, Oh yeah, I need to check in with my intern. How is that going? You know? (laughs) So to hear a very robust from my perspective plan that you put in place to work with Riley, that's great. I'm excited to hear that you did that. I mean, 10 weeks isn't, isn't a lot of time, but it sounds like it was pretty packed Riley. Yeah, it really, I mean, I, I just give everybody involved a ton of credit, you know, whenever, um, 
COVID first started happening and things started shutting down, I was really worried that this experience wouldn't be able to happen. And I just oh, think everybody we? did an we excellent job. <laughs> yeah, I just think everybody did an excellent job um, making you know the online experience very rich. And um, as Marissa said, we met twice a week and she's always available over email um, or you know, to jump on and chat if we needed to about something. And so I think that everybody made the best out of, you know, a difficult situation. And I, I certainly got a lot out of the program. And so I'm just grateful that we're able to work through, you know, unexpected things that popped up like COVID. <laughs> so. Right, right. Riley, what was the best part of your 10 weeks? It's a great question. There are so many just great experiences that I had um, in the 10 weeks. I would say, I would say my favorite part of the internship was just having the opportunity to learn from Marissa because my background definitely is not in postal work or anything like that. But as an applied mathematician, it's important for me to interact with experts in other fields and help apply the mathematics that I know to their problems um, and to their models so that we can try and improve um, together the research that's happening. And so it's just a great opportunity to work with real experts to better understand other research fields that are happening and to, you know, try and help in the areas that I can. Um, but beyond that, just the opportunity to meet lots of other people, as Marissa said, I was able to join in meetings with many different groups that were working in the lab to learn about other research that was going on. And then um, one of the biggest advantages to this program, I think, is as a PhD student, um, I work a lot with um, different kinds of mathematical theories and things like that. So having the opportunity to apply um, the math to real world data is something that is really beneficial from these types of experiences. Awesome. So I have a question um, really quick, yeah. if you don't mind. <laughs> sure, of course. Um, has the experience you had with Marissa, and it sounded like you did a little bit of um, other participation with USACE before, did that, how has that changed your perspective maybe on what you're thinking for once you graduate and, and what kind of career you might be pursuing? And I may be jumping ahead here, but I'm very curious. No, oh, no, yeah. that was actually very close to my next question. So you're good. Thanks for the question. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Well, whenever I first started graduate school, I really was sort of new to the idea of being a mathematician. Like I always enjoyed math growing up, but it wasn't until like my second year of college, if I recall correctly, that I really became a math major. And I graduated in three years, so that wasn't too long before I, you know, had to say, okay, I'm going to commit to applying to a graduate school. Um, and so I think through that experience, I sort of always was under the impression that mathematicians usually teach at a university, maybe do research. Um, but through opportunities like this program, um, as well as opportunities um, I was part of an Arctic expedition where um, I went to the Central Arctic for about six weeks um, in cool. September and October of 2019. Um, and I deployed seasonal ice mass balance buoys that were used as part of researching the Arctic climate. 
Um, the expedition is called Mos the Mosaic Expedition. It lasted an entire year and it's being hailed as one of the largest Central Arctic expeditions ever. And so to be a part of that, to be a part of this internship, which was 10 weeks, which is an amazing opportunity to work with the ocean, which I'm really passionate about as well. And I've also been involved in some smaller workshops, um, doing research with experts um, in, in different areas. And also, um, well, let me back up, I guess. I've, I, I did a 10 week workshop um, in North Carolina, where I worked with USACE as well on modeling uh, ocean wave dynamics. And so I guess through all of these opportunities, it's really shifted my perspective that in math, you can do tons of different things. Like you, really the world is open to whatever sort of research you wanna do because you're able to interact with experts in other fields to gain the knowledge you need to do the research in those areas. Um, and so I think to answer your question, the programs like this have really uh, broadened my understanding of what's out there. And so I'm planning on applying to all sorts of different jobs and opportunities to see um, sort of what, what sticks, I suppose, um, and, and where I think I can have the biggest impact to help other people. And so that may be, you know, um, in mentoring roles, either in academia or industry, I may want to still teach, um, but I'm also very excited for opportunities in industry and national labs. And so I wish I had a better answer for you. I'm sort of 50-50 on the no, that's great. Now, instead of instead of probably like, yeah, I'm going into academia for sure before before these starts, before I was able to take part in these sorts of programs. Uh, so before oh. I was able to take part in these programs, I was very set on academia. Now I'm definitely split because I think there are just so many opportunities involved. Well, and I think that's great. And I, I love that that really is the story of the MSGI program, but really of all of ORISE's research participation programs is you can see that it doesn't, you don't have to just chart one course to do anything, you know, you can you can use the skills and in this case, applied mathematics and, you know, all of that in any number of ways. And so, you know, I, I sort of love that you're, you're about to graduate with a PhD, but you still don't know what you want to do when you grow up. You know, I love that. So. And you have so yeah. many opportunities, which is great. Right. For sure. No, I loved hearing that. Um, thank you for sharing because that's, you know, one of the ultimate goals of the program is, you know, you getting that exposure and, and seeing all the different opportunities that might be available at, at the labs or you know, elsewhere. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, experiences, um, well, being part of this NSFMSGI program, definitely. Um, it was my biggest experience in terms of working with industry professionals on a real research project. Um, and so I think being able to be a part of this program was just eye-opening to me in terms of what's out there and, and um, all the opportunities and that, it, you know, there's really great research going on in different fields. And it just makes me excited, I guess, about the future. That's wonderful. Um, I, probably don't even have to ask this question, but I, I assume you would recommend this program to others. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I would definitely recommend the program. I think that I'd recommend it for anybody, even if you think that you know you want to go into a certain field already. I think that, you know, taking the opportunity to work um, and to be a part of this internship is just very helpful in terms of figuring out where your passions may lie and also um, all the different opportunities that are out there. So I definitely recommend being a part of the program. Excellent. Marissa, for you, similar question, would you recommend to others serving as mentors, um, not necessarily only for this program, but you know, for other opportunities to, you know, you mentioned earlier, you didn't really have, you know, a specific mentor you could point to, but it might be helpful, <clears throat> you know, now that you've got some experience under your belt, um, for other people to serve as mentors as well. Would you recommend mentorship to your fellow scientists and researchers? Absolutely. And um, that doesn't have to be through this program. I think it's, um, I think it's important for every young professional, um, especially in a STEM field. It doesn't have to be engineering. It can be, it doesn't have to be math. It could be anything. Um, everybody should have such seek mentors and everybody should seek mentees. It's, it's the paying it forward kind of, um, kind of pipeline there. Um, I am very grateful and um, appreciative of being able to be a mentor in this program, of having the opportunity to do it more than once. Um, I think it, it, you just learn a lot from each other um, and being a mentor is about practice and having that back and forth and, and learning from each other. So I think um, I would definitely, definitely recommend it to anybody seeking awesome. to like personal and professional development um, kind of thing. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, Jennifer, can I chime in on that? Yeah, first? Absolutely. Yeah, I think what Marissa said about, you know, seeking mentors and mentees, um, one thing that that brought to my mind about this program is it helped foster my confidence in that area. And so since this program, I've taken on mentoring some undergraduate students who are interested in going to graduate school. I've also helped mentor a student doing some research as well. And so I think those are things that definitely um, this program helped you think about more and see the importance of doing those sorts of things. Um, I've also gained um, another mentor. Um, I was able to start doing a little bit of research with a professor from the pathology department at the University of Utah. Um, and I think through this experience, I was able to see that I don't necessarily need to be an expert in different fields to help with research. I can work collaboratively with an expert um, to help with um, models or different things that they're trying to develop. So I just, I'm very grateful that this program sort of instilled more confidence into me that, you know, I can kind of be the math expert in the room and I can help other people with their research projects or their endeavors to go to graduate school, for example, with the undergraduate students that I'm trying to help. So. The mentee has become the mentor. I love yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Jennifer, for, for students who are interested in this program 
and others, because we have countless others, um, <laughs> what do people need to do to find out about it? Well, um, this program is, is pretty robust. So we actually have a website. The easiest way to find it is just do NSF MSGI ORISE, and it's the first link in Google when you search it. Um, there's not an application open right now. It'll open okay. sometime in early fall of this year. We just finished, um, well, we're trying to finalize the internships for this coming summer from the, the fall 2020 application. So, but if you're interested or, or, you know, people know someone who may be interested in applying to the program, it really is more niche than some of our other opportunities um, with ORISE. And I think a lot of that is on purpose because they do want to get those students who are focused in math to be able to get these experiences like Riley has talked about. And um, so, so that really is a strong focus for us is just those students in that are doing applied math, pure math or statistics. And we do get a lot of interest from engineering students and some others pursuing similar doctoral degrees and, um, there are other opportunities within ORISE that we can point point them to if they're um, pursuing that type of degree. But the website's great. It has the projects from last year. You can see we had 146 projects submitted from mentors across um, labs all over the country. So that's a great perspective to see what might be available if you apply for this program and the types of projects that you could work on. And it really is A to Z a lot of different types of, of projects. So the program's pretty competitive. Um, I think we have really strong applicants and strong mentors. And um, there's a reason, you know, mentors keep coming back and um, we get some, you know, reapplying applicants as well um, who have been previous participants because they're so interested in continuing to benefit from the program. Right. Wonderful. Well, thank you all so much for spending a little bit of time talking about the NSF MSGI program. Um, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Jennifer, why don't you just go ahead and say, <laughs> for this and all other opportunities, where can people go? Zenelect.com, and it's spelled like Z-intellect. That's the best way I can phrase it. That's the best way to say it. All of our opportunities are there. So if you're looking for one, go to Zintellect and find it. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the O-Rise Feature Cast. To learn more about the Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education, visit orise.orau.gov or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at O-Rise Connect.